Blog Talk Radio. And yes, you're listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okurji. And welcome to another Talk Wednesday. Yay! You see. <laughs> well, you know how we do it. Uh, this is the one-stop place for authentic conversations about real-life experiences. And uh, we keep it real. You know how it is. I say it every week. It's unscripted, totally uncensored, uncaused. Anything goes. Anything could be said. Um, there are no scripts. There's no order. You know, just we're naked. <laughs> You're totally naked. And of course, you know, by naked, I mean transparent. <laughs> anyway, this is still the naked talk wherever you live. Yes, you know, with me. Um, every talk Wednesday, you know how we keep it every talk Wednesday, you know, we decided that, you know, it would just be conversations, real conversations with me and of course, um, you can cheap in and call in and contribute. You know, it needs to be like, like uh we need to hold each other's hands, you know, you know how it is. Uh, uh and of course on um uh, Fridays, uh we'll be having our Friday radio special and with Friday radio special we have special guests in the house, and of course, uh, we share even deeper and more revealing conversations with them. So, this is still the Naked Talk, and uh, my week has been very eventful. <laughs> so much that with this week. And I'll tell you what. Um, uh, first of all, none of us. I'd like to say, I mean, this is episode fourteen, but none of us are without our trials, and sometimes. You know, the struggle to keep our head above water becomes uh, a challenge. What has been the most difficult struggle that you may have had to face in recent times? And how well have you been cold in? Uh, do you think you're bold enough to keep it real and strip yourself naked? Well, you know, uh, we'll find out today, right? Um, so I'm, today on the show, I'm going to talk about, you know, self-love and uh, healing and forging ahead and just how to overcome struggle or any struggle you know you know it doesn't matter what part of what aspect of your life whether it's about relationships or, or work or career or friendships or you know spiritual struggles whatever it is you know just how do we deal with the struggle you know and how you know and I'm going to be sharing like my own story as always you know I keep it real I tell you I just pour it all out you know so uh, I'm excited I'm very excited actually 
uh, coming off the back end of all the things that have been happening this week. Uh, yes, this is still the Naked Talk. You're listening and broadcasting live from Blog Talk Radio. And you know that you can get our podcast. You can listen to, if you missed the live show or if you know someone who misses the live show, you can always come back and listen to the archive show. Or you can listen to our podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, and uh, TuneIn. Yes. Or you can just go to my blog, Alexander and Her Naked Thoughts, uh, net, and click on the podcast page, and you can listen to um, any other podcasts that you've missed, you know, any other shows that you've missed in the past week. Yes. Uh, well, so let's talk, let's talk, let's talk. There's so much as we have, you know, have you ever experienced challenges in your life, you know? Those times when you felt lost and had no idea how to keep moving forward. Perhaps it was, you know, a relationship or a business deal or maybe even a life in that situation. How would you like to develop a mindset that could help you overcome any challenge that comes your way? Well, we could be talking about that, you know, later on the show. And I'm going to be sharing with you 20 tips for how to deal, you know, how to overcome struggle. Um Okay, let me start about the amazing thing that happened to me this week. Uh, coming right off the uh, the back end of Father's Day. Yes, it was Father's Day on Sunday. Uh, yeah, it was on Sunday, right? And, you know, everyone all over the world, people all over the world were celebrating fatherhood and Father's Day, and people were sending love messages to their fathers, and those who were fathers were celebrating being fathers, you know, celebrated fatherhood, and it was nice, and I, you know, you know me, I'm very active on social media, so I'm on Twitter, and I'm tweeting, and I'm reading tweets, and I'm, you know, on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, and everyone is just, you know, celebrating their, you know, fathers, and all, and I, here I am, you know, I was also doing the same thing, you know, um, anyone who knows me probably thinks I'm a daddy's girl, uh, technically, I'm not, okay, okay, that's a lie. I'm kind, you know, I'm somewhere in the middle. I don't, you know, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to say that, yes, I love my father a lot, you know. And we probably do connect in more ways than one. You know, we connect on not just, you know, it's an, I mean, it's not just blood ties, but we actually do have a pretty good friendship because we can sit down and have conversations about a lot of issues, politics, religion, music, entertainment, intellectual property. We talk about so much and we have so much fun. And it's so funny because I remember one time, I think it was, must have been, it was sometime last year, and I was sitting across my dad, you know, I was at the family house, I came to see him, and we're talking, and he said, you know what, if I was young, I actually would date someone like you. <laughs> Okay, that threw me off for a moment, but that was really deep. Like, you know, my dad said, you know, I could actually be married to somebody like you. Like, we get along well, don't we? You know, like, and it, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was sweet, actually, because I went back and I was pondering over that. I was like, oh, that's deep. Like, you know, because, you know, we don't get tired of talking. And it's so funny that sometimes we get distracted with our work. Because even if I'm at the house, like, over the weekend, I come and visit him. I bring my son over and we're there. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to be blogging or I'm doing whatever I'm doing. You know, and he's trying to write his article. Like, he's trying to meet his own deadline for his um, newspaper column. And he's like, okay, come and read this. What do you think about this? You know you're not a bad, you know you're a good writer. Let me, what do you think about this? And we go from what do you think about this to gisting about something. We're talking about something and something else. And somehow time flies. And he's like, oh, no, 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 you're a bad distraction. <laughs> go leave me alone, leave me alone, you know. And that's the kind of relationship that I share with my father. And so, you know, while I was doing all of that tweeting and, you know, in fact, I tried to call him because he was in London and I was trying to reach him. I couldn't reach him. And then eventually, um, 
I finally got through to him. I called him. I said, uh, and he was like, oh, you know, I was just about to start a one million man match. <laughs> I was going to go to BBC and start a one million match against you. I thought you had forgotten to wish me um, happy Father's Day. This is like, what, 12 noon? And I'm like, no, I didn't forget. I've been trying to reach you. And it was just, you know, we, we talked a bit. You know, and I said, okay, I just wanted to call you to wish you that. And, you know, you know we talked a bit about the private stuff. And then you know, I cut off the phone. And it was, again, you know, our normal routine. I love you. I love you. And that's it. But while I was doing all of that and, you know, seeing some of my colleagues share baby pictures of themselves or share pictures of themselves with their own keys and all of that, it kind of dawned on me that, you know, my child wasn't, my son wasn't going to have that opportunity or didn't have that opportunity to do the same. And um, somehow on impulse, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was and it kind of dampened my spirits for the entire day, actually. I didn't have such a very good Sunday, you know, just felt a little low. It wasn't like it was anything serious, but I just felt a little low, a little, you know, I wasn't my usual bubbly, high-spirit self. And on Monday, of course, I was going to write a post on my blog, and I just couldn't summon. I was going to do, reply one of my Ask Alex um, emails. And I was like, no, I don't feel like writing about that. What am I writing about? Ask Alex. And it's so funny because I was going to do a Father's Day post, an original Father's Day post to my father on my blog on Sunday. But I did not. You know, I was like, oh, please. You know, I just, because I pretty much do everything based on how I feel. You know, I'm very expressive with myself. You know, I'm comfortable with my own feelings. So I write based on how I'm feeling and what I see and what I observe and how, you know, if I'm not, I'm not a block right. I don't block right. You know, I just write spontaneously just everything that's true and real to me at that time. And I was like, oh man, you know, I just kind of was a bit sad and I decided to pen a letter, <laughs> which I posted on my blog and it's kind of created like World War Three. Okay, not, well, you know what I mean. Like, not World War, not, not a bad war, but, you know, I've been getting calls from people, <laughs> messages, ah, Jesus, Lord, like text messages, if my phone has been blowing up the hook, Facebook messages, you know, everyone is checking on me, sending me messages, showing me they care, which is kind of nice. Yeah, I don't really get that much attention. Okay, that's a lie, but... Um, I think for most part of it, again, I was like, oh, my God, the media is going to feast on this. What have I done? Um, my intention wasn't to malign anyone. My intention was just to vent, to express, to let it all out, because you know how you feel like you have been strong. You know, you tell yourself that you need to be strong and you just need to keep going. But then when it's just you alone and you're shadow in the middle of the night, you know that you're not 100, you're not 100, you know, you're somewhere around 60, 70, and the, 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 you know, meaning 40, 30 is you making it all. And sometimes people need to also understand that you're human, just like them, that you have feelings, you're not perfect, you don't have all the answers. I mean, sometimes when I get, you know, ask Alex emails, it's almost like people are asking me all sorts of things, and I'm like, oh my God, don't they even realize that I'm, I'm like them you know i don't pretend i don't i don't uh, pretend to know everything i don't pretend to have all the answers you know in fact what do i know i'm just still living my life and still trying to um experience life as it you know as it happens 
And so um, just going through, you know, the back end of all of that and the kind of response that I got, it's funny because I actually changed my blog, my comment system um, on the blog just the same day. I think it was the same day, yes. So I lost practically all my comments on the blog and I'm still trying to figure ways to import my, you know, work on the system and solve the issues. But anyway, you know, the response has been really good. People have been very encouraging. Um, strangely, you know, everyone seems to have a story and, and you, know, you know, thinks I'm strong and all of that. And we'll talk more about um, those issues. I'm thinking that, you know, just before I come back and, you know, give you all the gist and all the details and share some of the things that were sent to me <laughs> and, uh, you know, Go, you know, talk about all the things that we have to talk today, talk about today on the show. How about we take a, a quick commercial break? And um, hmm, we'll be back. You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. You're listening to the Naked Talk. It's so uncensored. She keeps it real. She keeps it straight. She tells it like it is no matter who's afraid to bear. <laughs> You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. And I am broadcasting live from Lagos, Nigeria, and I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so pumped, to be honest. It's Talk Wednesday, and every Talk Wednesday, you know, we're just having real, com- real authentic conversations about real-life issues that we hope will empower your mind. And if you're just tuning in, you can join the conversation. If you have stories to share, if you want to share your personal struggles with me, or if you want to, if you feel like you have tips for how you overcome your own uh, naked struggle, if you want to share your naked struggle with me or you feel like you have tips or something that you do to overcome your own struggle, then feel free to call in and 
join the conversation. It's a conversation, people. It's a conversation. And if you want to call in, uh, the number to dial is 5383-3766. Actually, it's 215-383-3766. If you're calling from the United States, if you're calling from outside the United States, then you have to add plus one. So it's plus one, 215 3833766 or you can just click on the Skype if you're connected to Skype and you have Skype right on you can click on Skype and call via Skype as well for free you know so um and of course if you want to chat you can also get into the chat room log in and get into the chat room and we can chat on the show and of course your contributions in the chat room will be read on the show or you can tweet on me just tweet and hashtag the naked talk yes tweet and uh, hashtag the naked talk tweet at Alex Koji and of course your uh Tweets will be read on the show. And, you know, there's several ways to join the conversation, believe me. Um, so what was I saying before we went on the break? I guess I was talking about the, my eventful week and uh, <laughs> this uh, mis- – I'm trying to find the right word for the post, you know. And um, like I said, you know, it was just me as usual um, being open and being real and just letting it all out. Now, I'll be, you know, serious right now. I'll I'll be very honest, you know, I'm not one to, um, <laughs> I don't have that many people that I confide in and I share stuff with. And when I started um, this naked movement, because <laughs> really it's a movement, the naked movement, when I started the naked movement from the blog to podcast to the radio show and all the things that I'm doing together. Um, but the blog, you know, the blog was the first phase, but it really just was um, a form of release for me. Um, I just got an... Um, separated, I just left, um, I just got separated, and I was going through a really depressing moment in my life, and I probably have mentioned this several times, if you follow me, you probably maybe almost know this story, but, you know, it was a very depressing moment in my life at that time, and because I've always been an independent person, I'm not used to confiding in people, because, um, I kind of carry everyone else's problem, you know. I mean, there are not that many people to trust, right? And and people who have your who have the time, who are willing to give you their time, and even give you the right kind of advice that you need. And so, for me, writing became my therapy, and it was the way that I just relieved a lot of my pain and you know, unleash my burden or release my burdens, whatever you know the right <laughs> connotation, you know. Is, um, and that's what it was, you know. It was just me writing to relieve myself with therapy, and therapy became a movement. And then I realized what it was doing for me, it could do for everyone else. And I could use what it was doing for me to empower other people. It's as simple as that. And I know that for all the things, I'm not the first person who's going to go through the things that I go through. There's so many people experiencing pretty much the same or even worse. And, you know, sometimes when you are able to, it's epiphany. Or when you experience something really deep, something great, or you find a way to overcome some of those things, it's kind of really nice to let people know that they can do the same for themselves, which is pretty much what I've dedicated my life to. Even being an artist, you know, you realize sometimes you're just doing your own stuff, but at the end of the day, it needs to add value. It needs to sort of be relevant to other people. And me being able to suddenly find romance between my art and mentoring has been like one of the biggest achievements that I've made of recent in my life after having my son, of course. Um, so that's, you know, what it was. So Monday I picked up a pen, <laughs> it wasn't a pen, but I got on my laptop and I wrote 
post and I posted and oh god you know a lot of people started calling me you know people who hadn't heard from me but people I never thought even read my book which is really funny, you know people I never even thought would see it you know at, at a point I was even scared I was like oh my god don't tell me is my father gonna read this thing because I know how private he can be and he likes to be private and but you see there's a difference between you you kept quiet for so long there's so much being said I've said this before sometimes silence is constant when you keep when you know there's a particular quote that says um such that you know you know sometimes when the words that need to be said are not said you know like I felt like I was allowing people to create their own narrative you know sometimes you know you're allowing people to create their own narrative and think their own thoughts and say what they want to say now I don't really give two about how, what people think but it was more like oh I don't you know it's it, it felt it felt like half half relieved because it was more like oh I haven't really said you know I haven't really said a piece of my mind like, like it wasn't even about everybody else more like okay this person needs to get a piece of my mind and I'm not really pretty much picking up the phone to call this person because trying to reach you know trying to get through to this person is pointless because it always comes off like there's always there's another motive or whatever it is and so I I think it was nice because after doing that, I kind of felt like, like I've finally been washed clean. Like I feel whole, complete, like not 100%, but like my friend Victoria, <laughs> Victoria said, okay, at least you feel like 98%, which is true because I feel like the final body has been let up. So sometimes when you have challenges and struggles, you know, sometimes you probably just need to come out, come out and say it and be done with it. It's pretty much like people who come out of the closet and say, oh, they finally realize that their their sexuality is this way or that way, or this is what they're into, or they want to change careers. Sometimes it's just okay for you to just come out and just let it be. Um, those who care about you um, don't need explanations, really. And those who don't won't believe anything you say anyway. So um, it's really, you know, at the end of the day, it's really much pretty much you being um, straight up with your own self and being honest with yourself so you can go to bed and sleep at night. Um, <laughs> sleep, you know, at night. Okay, yeah. So that's what happened. And I got messages from my sisters. My sisters in the, in the States had sent me. I woke up and I saw comments. I was like, okay, God, how many of these comments am I even going to moderate? You know, I woke up. I have a funny. I'm not sure, but I'm just going to say, uh, weird, but, you know, it is, you know, I kind of felt like, you know, a friend of mine who, who I mean, we tell you, going through so much pain, it's just like, how could I have known, like, why didn't I say something, what, and I'm like, why are you leaving yourself, this is not your fault, you even just writing me right now, and telling me how much you love me, even though you we don't get to talk often. That for me is more than enough. And you know, and you know, first of all, let me just say thank you to everybody who's showing concern. I'm I'm fine. Trust me, I'm fine. I've never been happier. And um, we'll talk a whole lot more about you know all the stuff later on in the show. Uh, and uh, so let's you know get into you know let's get into the conversation really for today. You know, I was saying earlier that that could any life that comes right. at some point in life, we 
kind of all go through struggles, you know, but we get to choose how we respond to it, you know, uh, because I, I honestly believe that everything is in the mind. I know I say to talk about mind essentials and how powerful the mind is and how powerful, and I'm not to say these are not just words. These are things that I've learned myself in the last few years, that everything is in your head. You know, I've done I, the things that I have done. Oh, my God. And, you know, things that I've done in the last two years of my life. I never, ever thought that I could. And I realized what was limiting me. It was right there. Like, it wasn't like these are not skills that I went and acquired from somewhere else. This is right there at the tip of my fingers. You know, it's just sometimes we limit ourselves and we tell ourselves we don't even think. You know, we don't open up our minds and we don't actually challenge our thoughts and challenge ourselves. And, and which pretty much brings me to, you know, my upcoming webinar, you know, talking about um, from idealist to realist. We'll talk about that sometime later in the show. But, you know, back to what I was saying, I was saying that we have the power to build an unstoppable mindset. Because if we look at any successful person, all of the successful people today, they are testament to that infinite capacity that, you know, infinite capacity of the human potential that we all have. And like the ability to overcome challenges makes the life through your way. Now, I would be giving you 20 methods, you know, on how to change your mindset to stop adversity and overcome something you do is just to sort of stress yourself or to help you overcome your challenges feel free to off your phone conversation guys if you're listening to your phone your phone and you want to call into the show. So that's one. Press so I know that you want to contribute. Um, you want to talk and we'll get you in as well. Uh, so like I say, you know, what do you do when you have stress? First of all, do you have any naked struggles you want to share? Um, what could it be? It could be you, uh, you're, it could be you as a college student, you're being studying a particular course, and then all of a sudden, somewhere two years down the line, you realize, no, that's not what you want to do. You want to change, and you don't know how to break it to your family. I'm just giving you ideas. <laughs> I'm giving you ideas, right? Or what? Uh, you've been married, you know, you've been married for like, what, a couple of years, and then all of a sudden, you realize, oh my God, you're married to somebody you're not in love with. And, you know, <laughs> I hear things happen. Uh, what? Or maybe your husband just got his got somebody pregnant. Oh, my God. I don't know. Or what could it be? It could be that, you know, you're doing business with a business partner and you got, you know, you got, you're, you're smuggled. I mean, you're, uh, yeah. <laughs> what is it? You know, I think slow financially. Do you feel like you want to change careers? What's going on in your life? What is your struggle? You, you know, you find it difficult to get a job. You find it difficult to get in school. What is it? Do you feel like you don't know what your life purpose is? Do you feel like you constantly get in trouble with your friends? Are you one of the people who's always in a fight with someone else? Uh, do you feel like your man is cheating on you or your woman is cheating on you? What are the struggles that you have to deal with daily? Look, look this is an example. And in this platform, we do not judge. It's okay to feel free. Even be anonymous if you want to be. Uh, feel free to pick up your phones and call. And let's 
talk about it. Look, we're all going through one thing or the other. I just told you what's been happening. You know, I've been trying to raise my son by myself for four years. I didn't get a dime from anybody. And it's not even just about money. I wasn't getting any phone calls. He wasn't getting any phone calls. Uh, we weren't getting any love. He wasn't getting any love, you know. And as hard to believe is that, you know, as difficult as that is, you know, I, you can try and imagine what I have to deal with every day because not only was I living with the reality of the situation, I also had to cover up because, um, well, cover up because I didn't kind of want to embarrass or malign this person or make it look so bad or look, I mean, we're both public figures. So you're trying to be careful. You're thinking about your family. You're thinking about your son. You're like, okay, responsible for so many people. But then you realize you're covering so much up. Why are you covering so much up? You know, you're not responsible for what's happening. I mean, yes, everybody has to take their own part of the blame. But the point is, you know, for not why the relationship didn't work, but why this child isn't getting the attention that he deserves. You're not responsible for that. And sometimes we need to realize that when we're silent, silence is constant. Sometimes it's the, you, you know, the way people treat us, people treat us the way we let them treat us. You know, um, if, you're, if you make it okay for someone to mistreat you, then people, you know, will mistreat you. And if you let them know that you're not going to take it, uh, you're, not, you're, not, you're not comfortable with it, you don't want to be disrespected, uh, I guess that at some point they'll probably get to understand that, you know, bullshit is really not your language. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, back to what I was saying is I was going to uh, give you 20 methods, you know, tips on how to challenge, you know, change your mindset about uh, adversity and overcoming challenges in your life. Number one, seek out adversity. Now, struggle builds character. Often, you know, the, there are sometimes, you know, certain moments in our lives when we are most proud. The certain times in our lives that we're most proud of really are the ones when we overcome adversity. So either accomplish something worthwhile or do something that pushes you to, you know, do something that probably pushes you to your limits or beyond. Um, and let me let me let me let me talk a little bit about that. So that's something that um, seeking out adversity. That's something that I do. You know, I like to challenge myself. I like to challenge my mind, and that's one of the things that I've done for the like I said in the last two years. Me just trying to pick up my brand from scratch. You know, rebuild my brand from scratch. Like I said, you know, one of the things I suffered while trying to while you know <clears throat> while I was away or while I got married. And while trying to deal with separation and moving back was my career, you know. In 2009, you know, it was a great year for me. I was a budding actress on practically <laughs> some of the biggest corporate television here. Um, I was so busy. That's the truth. I was really, really busy. I was, you know, in the press, I was in the media, I was going out, I was everywhere, you know, even probably getting <laughs> probably, you know, even negatively cost press and get a bit of, you know, scandals, which... I don't know how that ever happened, but the point is, I was busy. I was working, and then I went up and got married, and then got a ch had a child, and then all of that. You know, things just changed. And when you go away for a while, especially in the creative business, you get replaced because there are more people coming up. There are more people who, more people get into the business. More people are available. It's competitive. You go, you have a child, you put on a bit of weight. Things are a bit complex. You know, you come back. And there's a struggle. And then you're going through this really traumatic personal um, issue. Where's the time for you to, you know, it's almost like I couldn't even get to work, you know. And I, I think I probably must have talked about this in an interview. And that affected my my career. And it also affected, you know, it just affected me a lot because 
felt like I couldn't pick up my phone and call people. Like, if I called and I said, this is like, who? Like, you know, I mean, like, you've been gone for, like, what, two years, three, you know, there are new people, new kids in the block. And that was a very difficult time, difficult period for me because I had to earn. I had to work. You know, how am I going to take care of my child? Yes, you know, some God worked some magic. Um, a sofa friend that I used to be on Spider, you know, it wasn't too long I came back and I got a call and I was like, oh, my God, you you know, the lady she had replaced, the actress, the actress she had replaced me with got pregnant as well. So it was funny. We kept replacing ourselves. It was really, really funny. But call, and I got back to work. I did a couple of newsies. You know, I'm like, okay, fine. My life is finally coming back, you know. But it really wasn't really coming back because, you know, I wasn't really this sex symbol anymore. <laughs> like, you know, I put in, you know, I wasn't really the Alex before, you know. Everyone just felt, okay, you're married now. Everyone just felt, you know. So it was not touching with for like it was it was just really 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 and so that was really complicated for me. But like, like I said, I started to write. My writing was therapy to get myself, and then I realized, oh, I could do this. I mean, I could share this with other people. Then it became what everyone calls blogging. But really, you know, for me, it's just blogging. It's not really just blogging. It's you know me creating original articles that used to empower other people and taking my time to share true personal thoughts, real authentic personal thoughts, not made up, not stolen, not pilfered, not, you know, just real original authentic thoughts. And, you know, I remember the first time when I wanted to, you know, somebody sent me, you know, sent me an email, approached me, I said, you know what, I can build a website for you. You need to have a website. And I'm like, okay, fine, do this. And then this guy disappears. And I don't hear anything for, from him for, like, a long time. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? This guy has disappeared. How am I going to do this? And I'm running this blog, and everyone is thinking, oh, my God, Alex, you know, you can't just be using Blogsport. Okay? I mean, you need to get your own domain. You need to do this. And I was like, you know what? How hard can this really be? I mean, this guy, yes, you, can, you know, he bought my But how hard is the website? And I just said, you know what, I'm going to how do I do, how do I do that? And that's how I actually configured my blog, you know, changed the design, the setup, everything, and created what is really now my website, you know, my blog site. Uh, and when I done I felt, knowing that I used a mobile phone, I used my Blackberry the BlackBerry and the fact that I was able to configure and do all that all that work with my BlackBerry phone, I thought it was a huge accomplishment. I'd never I had Java training. I know nothing about computers. I mean, I, I'm really, I really before now was a tech novice to be honest. And so to be able to make some of that accomplishment, and a lot, all of that came from me being in despair, me wanting to have a place to share my thoughts. And me wanting, because I had a particular taste, I wanted to make sure that my blog was good, that it wasn't tacky, it wasn't just something cheap out of it. I wanted it to look nice, but I couldn't, at the time, afford to pay somebody to do it the way that I wanted it to look. And even when I think back now, I'm asking myself, even if I paid somebody, they'll probably never give this, because this is me, this is Alex. Like, my characteristics and my personality and the way the blog looks, its color, the colors and everything is truly represents me. Had I paid somebody to do that, the person would 
that I just created something. Yeah, some some redesign that's pretty probably common. You know, nothing personalized. This is going to be another one of those websites. But so you find sometimes the things that you do, a lot of people have discovered their purpose or themselves in through challenges. So when you when 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 you have a challenge, for example, I needed to get a website. I told people my website was coming. The guy had disappeared. I didn't know what to do. I decided to take, you know, stick out that adversity and challenge myself and go ahead and do it. And when I did it, I kept bragging to everyone. Yes, I had bragging rights. I sent people broadcasts and I'm like, have you been to my site? I designed my web my website all by myself using a mobile phone. And I'm sure people that were reading are like, what is this? But that's the truth. I had bragging rights because I had just done something and I was proud of myself. Because I knew where I was coming from. I knew the struggle. I knew how I got I knew I couldn't get to pay somebody to do. And was like a broke ass trying to figure out how to get things right became an accomplishment. So you see, it's always important that when you have adversity or when there's a challenge, you can actually turn that into something really useful. Okay. That's that. Uh, uh, yeah. And there's nothing that makes you feel more unstoppable than also revealing to yourself that you're capable of doing far more than you ever imagined. Which is what I'm about. <laughs> okay. Oh, I went ahead to create my blog. I created my personal website. I designed it myself. You know, I'm, I walked in my store I myself. I went, you know, so, and I'm telling everybody, oh, yes, I did it myself. And they're like, oh, it's so nice. Who does this for you? And I'm going on and on because I'm proud that. I'm able to do this thing that I thought it was such a big deal or was so cool or needed to have special powers too. And I found that I didn't have special powers and I was able to achieve that. And that's, you know, something to be proud of. So if you feel like you're, you know, you have, you're experiencing adversity, seek it out and challenge yourself to um, overcome it, you know, to deal with it. And you probably be very proud of yourself. That's one. Two, build a team. Now, success is not a one-man sport. I've said this I said this um, in a post that I shared a few days ago. I said, uh, individually, we're like a drop of water, you know. Um, together, we're like an ocean. There's so little that one person can do. But, you know, to, together, when we're together, we, do, we can accomplish far more than we thought that we can, you know, which is why it's important to collaborate with people and, you know, consult. Holidays, you know, whatever it is, that, yeah, bring them together, work with people, let's hold each other's hands and see what we can do together. And when it comes to dealing with challenges, it's important to be a team because success is a team sport. No one does it alone. So don't try and be the first, you know, you want this one person in the world, especially here, in, you know, in Africa or should I say Nigeria. People want to be, it's a one man saying, I want to do this myself. I want to do that myself. You know, one where I mean, like somebody said to me today, and he's like, "Hi, hi," and I'm like, "Yeah, who's this?" You know, and he's like, "Yeah, right." You know, you all you celebrities, all you, and he was laughing. And I was like, "Okay," so I asked after a friend of mine, and I was like, "Oh, she's not in town. All you celebrities," and I'm like, and he was like, oh, "If all of us become celebrities, who's who's going to be a fan?" And I started laughing. But the point is, we all need each other one way. You know, our relationships are symbiotic. So if you if you want to overcome challenges, sometimes you need to build a team. Now, you can find friends or family to work together with or to drive your life forward. You can get in a mastermind or get an accountability body, somebody that can actually put you in check, you know. 
someone that you basically that who gets to monitor you and you have to like kind of like delete out your progress report every day too. That's very very important. I mean, let me give you an example. If you're trying to calm the that or you're an alcoholic, you know, um, and you're trying to deal with that, how are you going to overcome that struggle <laughs> by yourself? It's almost an impossible feat. So you need somebody or some group of people. That's why people go to, you know, go to um, rehab, you know, rehabilitation centers or rehab groups and all of that because they listen to other people share their stories and watch other people similar to them deal with their own struggles and somehow, some way, everyone is able to encourage the other person to kind of deal with those issues. So, um, yes, you know, it's a team sport. Uh, if you're trying to overcome challenges, you need to kind of share that with someone. For example, let me use myself as an example. I um, wanted to get back to work. Um, I'm a single mother, got out of this marriage. Sometimes, you know, you, I mean, yes, you have to get a babysitter. You may not like to have a babysitter, but you can't be mom and dad at the same time. You can't be a stay-at-home mom and earn a living. I mean, you can try, but what I'm just saying is you need to get out and work. And so um, you need to have somebody stand in there for you, which is pretty much like support. You know, sometimes I have to do this, which, I mean, when my kids were a bit younger, when I started filming, it was, what, like, what, a year, you know, a year, and I would go travel to another state to go film. You know, somebody needed to stay with my child, and I have to get my sisters to come around or take him over to my mom's or, you know, to my parents. And and you find out that somehow they were lending the support that I needed to basically get my life back on track. Now, even when I started writing back and all of that, even trying to set the radio show, you know, sort of a couple of people, oh, you know, somebody has to read your tweets or, or cast you or even get on your show or, you know, talk about or even recommend you to somebody or you know, support. So when you're trying to um, overcome a challenge, you need to build a team. You know, that's very important. Now, three, focus on the positive. Now, we all are conditioned with what psychologists call the negativity bias. Unfortunately, our brain has a natural inclination to focus on threats and dangers, even perceived ones that we create ourselves. Now, to destroy this evolutionary you know, throughout our day, we need to sort of focus on what is positive and right about the things that are happening around us. Let me use again an example. Um, I am talking about challenge. And why is it a major challenge for me? Because it kind of changes everything, affected everything that happens in my life. You know? I mean, just it just changes. It's not, not even about changing now, but the fact that I have to, I'm not overburdened with the of a child by myself solely, and so it's I'm overburdened financially on that, overburdened emotionally, physically, um, mentally. How else do you want to think of you know think about it? But the only way that I have survived this past four years is focusing on the beauty and the accomplishment of even having a child in the first place. And I look at it and say, oh my God, a child is a blessing from God. I don't think there's anything that I've ever accomplished in my life down to me having in my life. I look at him every day. He's gorgeous. <laughs> Has a great, you know, he's just a sunshine. You know, he's just sunshine, sorry. And I look at him and it kind of makes up for everything that I go through and I feel when I'm down. So I focus, I say to myself, 
If I didn't, if I say, oh my God, I shouldn't have even been with this person in the first place, I wouldn't have my child. So I focus on the positivity, on, on, on what's positive about all of this. I look at it and say, you know what, if I hadn't gotten with this person, I probably won't have this beautiful child. I probably won't have this particular child. You know, it will be somebody else. It will be another child or maybe not a child at all. So I had to look at the, what, you know, what's positive about what's happened. I also remember saying something in the post that I read. I said, you know, what would I be? Who would I be? Who would I be without these lessons? Now, if I hadn't gone through this negative turns or experienced some of these things, I wouldn't know what I know now. I won't be able to sit right here and be able to tell people, oh, look, I've been there, I've done that, and this is what I did. You know, I won't be able to be, I wouldn't have been present in mind as I am right now. So a lot of the things that I've experienced are things that have built me up for what I'm doing right now. But this, um, um, for this movement that I've started and, you know, given me a platform, um, experience and the wisdom to be able to empower other people. So I look at the positivity, of, you know, the positive side of what's, you know, it's made me stronger, it's built my character, it's changed who I am. And that's just the truth, it's changed who I am, really. I keep telling myself I haven't really changed, but the truth is I have, you know. Well, maybe not changed, but evolved, I've grown, you know. And so I look at the fact that the fact that I have grown is um, one of the positive, positive things that have come out of those experiences. So sometimes focus on the good side of, you know, of your struggle. Um, okay, number four, label your emotions. Now, um, the neuroscientists, you know, so a lot of people say, oh, um, but you know, the simple act of labeling how you feel reduces activity in the emotional brain and increases activity in the areas of the brain associated with focus and awareness. So the next time you're stuck in an emotional pattern that isn't serving you, you have to label that emotion to separate yourself from the experience. This will allow you to then consciously choose. Okay, I'm sure it probably sounds like I'm just laughing. But, I mean, label your emotions. You kind of want you to know what what exactly it is that you're feeling and how you're feeling during those uh, moments of struggle. Are you feeling disappointed? Are you feeling hurt? Are you feeling angry? Are you bitter? Are you? And these are different things. You know, sometimes I'm, I'm having a conversation with a friend and he says, oh, why are you so angry? And I'm like, no, I'm not angry. <laughs> you know, and I'm trying to explain, I'm not angry. That's angry is not what I'm feeling right now because I'm able to separate. I'm having a serious conversation with you and I'm trying to get you to see my point, but I am not angry. Anger is not what I'm feeling. Maybe I am disappointed. Maybe I am hurt, but I'm not angry, you know? And so in those situations, you need to ask yourself, what am I feeling? Now, I remember when I, you know, what I, somebody sent me a message and said to me, oh, this is the, uh, he said it was the vexation of an ignored, the vexation of the venting of an ignored single mother. And I said, no, it's not the vexation. It's not the vexation of an ignored single single mother. It is content for an expressive blog. And he laughed because to him, you know, who's reading? Whoever's reading is like, oh God, this person is so angry. She, you know, it's she's, it's it wasn't anything malicious. This was me. This was me expressing hurt, not me expressing anger. They're two different things. So. Sometimes you need to separate your emotions or label your emotions so that you can actually consciously be able to move forward. So when I knew that what I was um, expressing wasn't anger or anything, and even some of my blog uh, 
uh, readers commented and said, I know this is not anything to do, this is not anything malicious because you're always bubbly, always positive. You know, on Facebook, you send me messages. So you, when you separate your emotions and you say, okay, I'm doing this, or this thing that I'm saying, or this thing that I'm thinking, or what I'm feeling right now is this. Because I am feeling angry right now, I need to go and calm down and try and do something else. Well, I need to try and do this. Or because I am feeling disappointed right now, I need to, or because I am, so it, when you label how you feel or what your emotions are, you consciously decide to pick a new, something new, new activity or something that would, you know, sort of make a difference to how you feel. Now, choose new stories, not a side. You know, we all tell ourselves stories about who we are, how the world works, and what people are like. More often than not, as a result of the negativity bias that it's a play, those stories are disempowering, you know. Um, even when the economy is bad, we say, oh, you know, economy is bad. But then there are people who are still making money in this bad economy, you know. There, we always come up with stories and excuses. And I realized that, you know, you need to control, change the narrative, you know. You need to change the narrative and be in control of your own uh, tell your own story. Tell a new story. Tell a fresh story. Um, it doesn't have to be anything that is disempowering or is negative. It needs to be something that people can take home. So back again to you know me sharing my thoughts and sharing my pain. I wasn't sharing my pain to say, oh, this person is evil, this person is bad, this person is this, this person is that. I was sharing my pain to say, you know what, this has happened. This happened. You all didn't know that this was happening. But this is where I got my strength from. And because I was able to get my strength this way, for those who are going through the same thing, you can do the same for yourself. That's what the story is. So you change, write a new story. So I'm not saying, oh, this person did this, this person did this, this person, let's castrate him. No. I'm saying this person did this, this person did this, this person did this. But this is how I came out from it. This is what I took away from it. This is who I have become because of it. And because I am able to do this, you too can do that. So we have to find a way to make our challenges, the stories, create new stories from our challenges that would empower people, you know. Um, okay, so let's see. Um, let's see. Celebrate your summit. You know, write down a list of all your successes, the things that you've achieved in your life, every single one. You know, try to reach out. Try to reach at least 50 moving forward anytime you experience a win. Stop and celebrate it. It will drive your brain to keep taking the actions that lead to more pleasurable emotion. I remember I did say something about one of my posts. I said, oh, Steve Harvey says, oh, we should always celebrate um, our milestones. <laughs> and I remember somebody sent me a message after reading that post. He said, oh, that he never does that. He just, he's on, you know, he's on autopilot. He doesn't have time for photo ops and things. I said, no, celebrating your milestones has nothing to do with, you know, self-gratifying yourself or, or, you know, some conceited self, um, uh, it's nothing to do with, you know, showing off, <laughs> you know, or, or feeling arrogant. It has nothing to do with that. It's you just looking how, looking at where you're coming from, how far you have come, and how much longer you have to go. That's what it is. That's what, you know, celebrating your master is about. It's like saying, oh, you know what, hey, see where I was coming from. You know, it's been a long time journey so far. Look at it and say, okay, let me celebrate the things that I've achieved. And it's funny because sometimes you're asking yourself, what have you done? What have you done? What have you achieved in your life? But sometimes you want to put this thing down. I remember when I was creating my website, my official website, and I was like, okay, I need to do a buyer. And I put a profile. (laughs) My profile was so long. 
I practically had to create another page. And then even the other page, it wasn't enough. Like, and I'm like, do I have to tell everything that I've done? You know, it's so hard. Because people went to me and say to me, okay, what do you do? If, some, if I meet somebody who doesn't know me and says, oh, Alex, what do you do? Where do I start from? Do I go, oh, I'm an, uh, you know, I'm an actress or I'm a radio host. I'm a TV, you know, host as well. Um, I posted some shows on television. You know, I, I write. I'm a, <laughs> you know, if I start to think about, oh, I'm a screenplay writer. I'm as well a blog, you know, a blogger. Oh, I'm I'm a, I'm an author as well. I've written in a book. Do I where do I start to write? You know, I write articles and editorials and songs and poetry. Where do I start from? Do I go, oh, you know, I'm a voiceover artist as well. I've recorded PSAs for radio and television. I've, you know, done movies and stage and I've done TV. <sighs> Where do you start from? Where myself? It's so much, you know? And then even you, your own, you start to realize, oh, my God, I've really achieved a lot of things. Like, I've done things, you know? Like, I've really, really accomplished so much. At the time I started looking at them, I was actually looking at my resume and like, oh, my God, you know, you take some things for granted. You realize that you've almost had, um, you have um, a certain freedom, creative liberty or freedom that other people are not able to experience. So never, you'd be on several platforms, creative platforms, doing that so many love to do. And you take it for granted because you're, you feel at that point in your life you're going through so much, you're going through such bad struggle that everything else doesn't matter. All the other things that you've accomplished don't matter. So it's important to write these things down and note them and know that, okay, I just did this, you know. Now I have a radio show going on. Now I'm you know, doing podcasts. Now I'm starting a new business. Now I'm doing, doing, doing this. So I've accomplished so much more, you know, to cover in terms of distance to get to exactly where I'm going to or where my goal or my vision is. Uh, well, um, I know I've been talking for so long. Uh, how about we um, take um, a quick commercial break and um, we'll be back. If you pre-ordered your own specially autographed copy of The Naked Experience by Alex Okoroji, from timid girl to confident woman, it will make you laugh, it will make you cry, it will make you cuss, but most of all, it will be a great resource for you and your loved ones. Log on to www.alexokoroji.net to reserve your copy and win two VIP tickets to the book tour in MASH. QTAB Events, your one-stop shop for A-class events and entertainment, international artist management and promotion, logistics management, project management, and brand enhancement, with affiliates across South Africa, UK, Benin Republic, Togo, Ghana, Ivory Coast, Burkina Faso, and Cameroon. Wouldn't you rather let our dynamic team treats you like the respectable clients that you are, taking away the stress from your business. Taking away the stress from your business. You're listening to the Naked Talk. It's so unsatisfying. 
you're listening to The Naked Talk with Alex Okoroji. Okay, we're back, and this is still The Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. Yes, you're listening to Alex, and I'm broadcasting live from Lagos, Nigeria. If you're just tuning in, um, I'd basically be talking about the naked struggle um, and sharing tips on how to overcome um, struggle or how to overcome your struggle. And I've shared my story and what my major (laughs) struggle has been for the last uh, couple of years. And, um, oh, I tend to deal with so many other things. But, you know, what one of my, you know, my major naked (laughs) struggle has been. And just, you know, things that I've been doing to sort of manage it and overcome it. And uh, if you're just listening, I still see a lot of people logged into the show. If you want to call in, the number to call is plus one, two, one, five, three, eight, three, three, seven, six, six. Five three eight three three seven six six. If you're outside the United States, um, if you're, of course, you just dial, you know, the local number. Um, well, like I was saying, um, I've been, you know, I, I was sharing a couple of tips on how to basically, you know, how I've overcome struggles so far. Um, let's see, step into another person's shoes. Yes. Um, the next time you find yourself stuck and facing a challenge, ask yourself what someone your admirer would do in your situation. You know, think about it. What would they do? I mean, you know, and then do what they would do when they go through struggle. One of the fastest ways to get to get what you want in life is to find someone who has it and do what they have done. The same can be done for a mental state as well. Um, and that's true. You know, put yourself in another person's shoes. I mean, for example, um, I look at myself and I say, okay, I'm trying to build a brand. You know, I've, I think that I can do this. Um, I can use my story to change, um, you know, to provoke thought and to empower more thought leaders. And I've seen other people, you know, who have walked that path. And I ask myself sometimes, okay, so I mean, if there's somebody I respect a lot, and I say, okay, in a career crisis, what would this person do? You know, if Usually, I mean, that's what, something I would think, like, you know, okay, so, for example, if if, if you know, there was a negative story about me in the press, I'm just saying, if there was some funny, catchy headline that I don't, I don't like, and I'm thinking, oh, my natural thing is, oh, my God, what nonsense. Maybe I should pick up my phone and call this journalist and tell this journalist off. But then I'm, I put myself, I, the first thing I do is, okay, if it was my father, what would he do? You probably wouldn't want to blow the story out of the bush, you know. So I would look at it, okay, if I was my father, that's somebody that I respect who probably has been through something like this, maybe not the same situation, but something like this in terms of the media securing the story out of point or out of, you know, out of line. What would he do? And so I put myself in his shoes and try and do what I think he would do. Same way for so many other things. I'm like, okay, fine. So you know, this person I know went through a divorce, a separation. What did she do to become this strong person that she's become? Okay, this person is struggling with their own spiritual growth. What do they do to get spiritual calmness, you know, and be in touch with themselves? Do they do yoga? Do they meditate? What do they do? What books do they read? How were they able to issues? How is this person? So you kind of want to step, put yourself, at, you know, in another person's shoes. Also, even... 
from the negative side. You know, even when you're thinking, oh, my God, my problems are the biggest in the world, you put yourself in some and say, okay, you know what? Let me stop thinking. Let me stop being selfish for the first. Let me stop being selfish right now. Let me think about other people. What is this is the person going through? Oh my God, my story is so is way better. Like I don't even have a problem. So sometimes it pays. You know, if you're going through challenges, put yourself in another person's shoes. What well, negative? Just put yourself and say, okay, um, their life, their problems are worse than mine. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I should not kill myself or give myself a headache over this thing. It will pass. You know. I, same time, you're looking for a solution. You're like, okay, this person has been there before. What did they do? Can I do the same thing so that I can also um, overcome um, overcome the situation? Um, yeah. So, what else? Let's see. Tall. Yes, Dan Tall. Um, there, you know, there, there, there's a body language that actually changes the. Of your brain. Now, sometimes you see people when they're sad and they're depressed. You know, themselves. I mean, it's evident, basically, you're, you have issues and you're depressed and you're frustrated just by the way you carry yourself. And I've always said that, you know, the way you, the thoughts that you think affect the way you feel and the way you feel affects the way you act, right? And the way you act affects your results. So you have to look at all of these things and realize that it's a trickle-down effect. I mean, they're all, it's a chain effect. Um, the way you think affects the way, you know, <laughs> the way you feel, and the way you feel affects the way you act, and the way you act affects your eventual result. So you kind of want to, first of all, think positive thoughts. If you think, then you start to feel positive. If you feel positive, then you act positive. If you act positive, you get positive results. But if you think, if you, if you, if you think negative things, then you start to feel negative. It affects the way you carry yourself. Then it affects the way you act because you start to think destructive, negative act. You know, you start to think about destructive, negative actions, and that those are the kind of choices you make. And those choices, you know, eventually create like negative results, right? So um, that's it. And then now use confident language. If every day you use the word depressed, oh god, I'm so depressed. I know somebody like that. You sit around them, and then you're, <laughs> you know. It's almost like secondhand depression. You know what they say about secondhand smoking? Like someone is smoking next to you, and you're inhaling tobacco from the other person. Depre- depression is actually, <laughs> I think it's transferable. Like you sit close to someone and it's like almost contagious. So if every day you use the word depressed, you become depressed, you know? If you use, you know, so... I think that people should use more words, powerful words, things like unstoppable, confident, words that make you um, make you make you start to actually almost like you're psychoanalyzing yourself or psycho psyching yourself. Things like strong, you positive words, hopeful, strong, um, attentive, intelligent. You know, use the right kind of. And again, if you go back to my blog and you read the things that I write. You know, they always come from a place of positivity. Even when I'm laughing, I'm joking, I'm messing around, I'm being mischievous, and I say something sexual, or I say something, I crack a joke, or I even vent. At the bottom end of it, there's always, for me, not for the other person, for me, I'm always going to put myself in the light of positivity. I'm always going to say, you know what, I'm strong. I've learned to be strong. 
I've learned to be courageous. I've learned to be brave. I've learned to be this. Because when I start to tell myself that, I start to feel that way. I start to act that way. And I even, you know, this kind of results, results that align in that way. Now, um, number uh, what's it called? 14, 15, sorry, ask new questions. I realize that, you know, all thoughts are questions or answers to other questions. If you, for example, if you didn't agree with something I just said right now, it's probably because you're or she wrong. You know, most people ask questions like, what's wrong with me? Uh, why can't I do this? You know, if you ask those kind of negative questions, your brain will find an answer for you. Your brain will definitely tell you why you can't do it. Your brain is definitely going to tell you why you are like this or what is wrong with you. Do you understand? But instead, if you ask yourself questions like, what is good about this situation? Or how can I make it work? You know, those are the, if you start to ask it, then it starts to shape your experience because then you start to get the right answers. So instead of going, ah, why can't I do this thing? It's a time why you have to follow social services to give you a clear explanation. But if you say, what can I do to make this work? Or what can I do to solve this thing? Moving forward, what do I do? Then definitely you'll come out with a solution. I remember I was talking to my cousin today. And, you know, we're talking about something. And um, and he was like, ah, um, uh, why can't I? And I'm like, you're asking why can't, you know. You, we're talking about, I think it was, uh, we're trying to power the generator. And the generator wasn't coming up. And um, oh, he gave some excuses for why it doesn't fit the common one. He doesn't feel this one. And I said, you know what? I have a show later today. I don't want to hear those excuses. Way forward, what do we do to get this gen to come on? I don't want to know why it's not coming on. I just need to know how we can get it to come on. So at the end of the day, most times, even when I'm talking to people now, it's almost like I'm not paying. I don't want to go back to why it's not working. I don't want to pay attention to why it isn't working. I need to find how it's going to work. I need to be on fast forward. You know, I was working, I was talking to you, know, I had a meeting with um, a family friend and we're talking about putting together an event and a show. And on forward, and they are telling, you know, everyone is like, oh, um, and I'm like, look, realistically, I'm on fast forward. If this is, if you want to have this show on social artists, then this is what you intend, this is what you need to do. I'm not looking back at, oh, we should have, not we should have. This is moving forward, you know. So um, we need to ask new questions, the right questions, so we can get, you know, the right answers. And then, of course, schedule confidence, you know. If you talk about it, it is a dream. If you envision it, it is possible. But if you schedule it, then it becomes real. Because whatever you want to get done in your life, whatever challenges you want to overcome, if you put it down and you schedule it, then it becomes an actual event you need to tackle. Am I making any sense? So, um, for example, let's say, oh, you want to start a music career. You want to start, you want to become, you want to record an album. And then every day you say, oh, I want to become a musician. I'm going to record an album. <laughs> That's a dream. You know? That's a dream. You talk about it. It's just a dream. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. If you dream about it and you envision it, it shows you that it is possible because it's if you can think about it, you can probably do it. So if you start to dream about something, start to visualize something, then there's a possibility that that could actually come to, which is, again, back to, you know, um, talking about my um, webinar, my upcoming webinar in June, uh, in July, sorry, um, the, naked, um, the Naked Challenge 101 from Idolist to Realist. Um, if you envision something and you think that it's possible, then when you schedule, the moment you say, I'm going to do this thing today or tomorrow, or so, 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 so day, 
then it actually becomes real. Because until you schedule it, it's still a dream. So if you're trying to overcome a challenge, for example, um, you want to make, you want to have kids, you want to make babies, you're a married couple, you've been married four years. And you say, I want to have a baby. But then you're not having sex or you're not making time for your partner to make love to have the baby. How are you going to have that baby? How is that baby going to come to fruition? Do you understand? But if you say, you know what, I need to, I want to have a baby with my husband. So I'm going to schedule it. I know this is when I'm overlating. This is when, this is the right time for me to actually get pregnant. Once you put it, then it becomes part of the agenda. It's on your agenda. It's on your plan. Okay, I want to start a music career. I'm going to have to get into the studio so, 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 so time. When you schedule it and say, okay, next week I'm going to start recording my song. I have um, an arrangement with a particular producer. I've got a songwriter, so I've written my songs, and I'm going to start work on my album, so, so day. Then it becomes an actual plan. Um, if you're saying, oh, you know, you want, you want to deal with an addiction, um, maybe that's a major challenge you have, um, could be smoking, and you're like, okay, I need to quit smoking. You can't just keep telling yourself, I'm going to stop smoking. I want to stop smoking. That's a dream. But the moment you go, okay, I want to stop smoking, by so so day, you know what? Starting from the first of January, I'm gonna quit smoking. And from the first of January, you stop quit smoking. It becomes part of your agenda. It becomes, you know, you schedule that confidence because you, first of all, you believe I'm gonna stop smoking. So it's that's a confident statement. You schedule it. You know that on so so day, I'm gonna start doing this. I'm gonna to work towards this. Then you have uh, basically started, you know, one of the steps to overcoming your struggles. If you're listening, I still see a lot of people listening. If you want to call into the show in the chat, you can click on Skype. I mean, if you click on the Skype call or you can just call directly from your mobile phones if you want to contribute to the show or share your own um, stories. If you've got you know, um, your own naked struggle, what is it you're dealing with? You know, share with us. Let's learn and let's get empowered from your story. Um, or if you want to write, don't forget if you want to write me, um, if you want to write the show, you can write the show, the Naked Talk at gmail.com. If you have emails you want to send to the show, um, your stories, or things you want to talk about, or guests you want on Friday Radio Special. Remember, every Friday we have special guests on the show. And, you know, we have real authentic conversations about real life. It's very revealing, very uncut, very Wednesdays are conversations with me. Fridays are conversations with our special guests on the show. Okay, so, uh, yes, um, how about we take uh, a quick commercial break and... Um, We'll be community ABC then what are you waiting for join now to receive updates and all activities on Alexander and her naked thoughts 
at www.alexokoruchi.net to contribute, interact with other interesting ABC users, and win special giveaways. your own specially autographed copy of The Naked Experience by Alex Okoroji from Timid Girl to Confident Woman. It will make you laugh. It will make you cry. It will make you cuss. But most of all, it will be a great resource for you and your loved ones. Log on to www.alexokoroji.net to reserve your copy and win two VIP tickets to the book tour and match. Hey, we're back. Um, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. And if you're listening, this is Alex, and I'm forecasting live from Lagos, Nigeria. Oh, it's been an amazing um, time on the show. We've been, I've been talking <laughs> for so long. <laughs> you know, I talk for a living. Like, I'm not even complaining now. I've been talking for so long. And just basically share with you uh, um, my struggle, you know, my naked struggle, and sharing tips on how to overcome your own struggles, you know, and, uh, you know, it's nice every time I get an opportunity to be here because I know that I'm reaching out to so many people and there's so many people who be blessed, you know, from just, or be empowered, you know, from me being, from us, you know, being able to reveal ourselves and just share the truth with people. Um, I remember, you know, something that, you know, my sisters, you know, a lot of people said, you know, just comments that were made on the blog post and even, um, you know, messages that my sister sent and all the things we talked about, you know, I mean, the, the, one of the basic things that, you know, she did say was, oh, man, you're, you know, the fact that you're so honest and so revealing, you know, your boldness is, you know, a lot of people mentioned a lot of things. The truth is I, I don't have to be as naked as I get, but I do still because I know that there are people going through the exact same thing who sometimes just need somebody to encourage them. We need to know that they are not alone in their struggle, that there are other people going through the exact same things as they are, and that if those people, if that person or those people can overcome it, then they too have, you know, just have a good chance as well to um, overcome the situation. So um, that's pretty much why. Uh, well, let's see. Be still. 18, be still. Um, be still. Now, there is, I mean, for those who practice, sometimes when you're, you know, you're, going through struggles and challenges. Um, meditation is a, you know, is a very important um, tool, basically, to be able to find awareness. Awareness is something I talk about a lot on my blog. You know, I mean, when we talk about expression, you know, first of all, you need to be aware for you to be able to express. You need to be present in mind for you to even understand what you're feeling, what you're thinking, how you see it for you to be able to articulate it and communicate it, you know. So awareness is very important. And, you know, the brain, you know, the parts of the brain that are associated with focus and awareness, you know, sometimes they do not engage in some sort of, you know, meditation. So it's kind of like really important for people to take like 10 minutes a day, sit in silence without any distractions whatsoever and just be your thoughts. You know, this will improve your ability to focus on finding solutions to challenges and creating 
the kind of life that you lead, as opposed to constantly being at the mercy of your circumstances. And that's what I do. You know, when I say that I share my thoughts, you know, for example, my blog, Alexander Janike Thoughts, for me to be able to constantly churn out articles, things that I'm thinking and feeling, sharing them with people, it means that sometimes I have to be still and take in what I have observed or how I am feeling. Sometimes I have to go, like, quiet, you know, because, I mean, as a writer, you can't write in, I mean, you don't want to write in chaos because there's several voices playing in your head. So you want to go still and take in a situation. So I'm going to write about something that happened 10 minutes ago. I kind of have to go still and think of everything that happened and how I process all the things that happened, how it seemed to me, what it made sense, if it made sense. So going, attaching that to your circumstances or a challenge or a um, struggle, you know, if, it, if it's, for example, a financial struggle, you want to take some time in there and say, okay, why am I not making enough money? Or why do I have so much bills? Why do I have, why am I owing, you know, why am I, why am I, why should I take credit loan? You want to sit still and ask yourself, is there something that you're doing wrong? Or is something you're not your mind? Whatever the, whatever the fact that you're able to take some time to be still, to analyze, to be present, to be aware, would somehow create an opportunity for you to find a solution. Because it is in, in that present state that you ask those questions and the answer comes. Because then you say, okay, why do I have so much debt? Am I spending, you know, am I spending more? Then the answer comes, yes, you're spending more. Or you see you bought your free will, you know, you, you bought this, you bought that, you bought that, and you ask yourself, oh, I bought that, but I didn't need it. Oh, I bought that, but I... Then you start to get the answers that you need. For me, I take out time, you know, every day. <laughs> More than 10 minutes for me. But I take out time every day when I just go quiet. And sometimes those people who are around me ask me, Alex, are you okay? Are you fine? Because they know me to be a chirper, <laughs> I'm a chirpy bird, I'm a chatterbox, and they know me to think something's wrong. But most times, I'm just still trying to take in the moment and take in all the things that have happened, meditate over it in my mind, see how I feel about something that was said to me. Maybe at the time it was said, I probably didn't even react to it. But then I take my time and I become present and I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe I had the wrong reaction to that particular thing. Maybe I should have done this. Maybe I should do this. So it's always important to be still, take some time, be still, and um, meditate over your challenges or your struggles. Now get something done. Now, who doesn't love getting results? I mean, if you want to figure out an answer to a challenge, take action and accomplish something. No matter how small, set a task related to your challenge and finish it to completion. I remember sometime I did something I called the Naked Challenge. Okay, let me put it this way. I remember when I first started, before I created the blog itself, I started writing first from sharing my thoughts on Facebook, and then I started sharing my thoughts on BBM and WhatsApp. And I used to irritate a couple of people. I still probably still irritate people <laughs> every day with my messages broadcast, you know. But you have something you're selling. If you're a brand, I mean, people are getting used to it because they now look forward to those things. But at the time, it seems like, oh, she's a parasite. And a friend of mine said to me, you know what, stop parasite. I actually thought he was joking and I called his bluff. I was like, yeah, right, delete me. And he did delete me. But he was on WhatsApp as well because it was like, I can't afford to be receiving two messages from you every day. I received a message from you in BBM. And I receive a message from you or I said, please choose, you know, and I'm like, look, I don't, I do a general broadcast, so I can't start, do you know how many contacts I have? How do I want to start to select this, you know? But he did delete me from BBM, and he was, but then he sends me a message and says, you know what, I think that you're a very talented writer. Why don't you take what you're doing to a bigger platform? 
take it to a bigger audience. People need to hear you. People need to read this stuff. And she sent me an image. The picture said, now, not later. I've probably talked about this in my audio diary. I like the audio diary podcast I share on my blog. Um, I probably talked about this. And she said, now, not later. I looked at the image. She said, look, it's going to take you 30 minutes to start a blog. Go on, blogger. It won't take you that long. It's a lie. Actually, it took me longer than 30 minutes, you know. But the point is, um, I cre- he created a challenge, you know. I had to get something done. So when you have a problem or a, uh, a struggle, that you're, you kind of want to set little targets that are close to getting that done, you know. Um, you, for, you know, you're, you set little targets that are close to getting that done. Okay, maybe you want to write um, a, a screenplay for a movie or a book. Um, you're not going to write a book in two days or <laughs> in two weeks. You don't know how long it's probably going to take you to write that book. But you're saying, okay, I want to get a book published. Maybe if I write five pages today, I'm getting close to publishing. Another another day, you write another 10 pages, you're getting close to publishing. About another 15 pages, you're getting close to the point. Is keep setting targets, small, little, tiny targets that I get. At, you know, so today you say, okay, I'm going to start a new business. I want to start a new business. Well, you know, business is not just going to fly from the air. What do you need to do? Okay, maybe I need to get a business name. Maybe I need to get it registered. You get that done. You've accomplished something for today, close to your task. To starting a new business that's probably going to earn you more money because you're having financial troubles. So you're like, okay, let me do this thing. Then maybe the next day you're like, okay, maybe I need to go and look for potential investors, or maybe I need to go and crowdfund, or maybe I need to go and look at a location for this business. Every day you keep taking, making, um, taking small tasks and um, sort of accomplishing them, you know, and getting closer to your goal. Uh, but let me see, the last one, but not the least, make your desired action automatic. Now, the key to mastering self-control and willpower in the face of a challenge is learning how to build positive habits. Keep practicing a desired action for at least 30 days to make your new habit automatic and something you no longer have to think about. Practice building one desired habit a month to help you feel more accomplished and in control of your life. Now, um, basically, you know, making your desired actions more to my, yeah, I mean, if you're trying to quit smoking, for example, what are the things or the steps that you need to do to take to overcome that action? Or if you're trying to lose some weight, maybe you're challenged, but your major challenge, or you're naked, you're having body issues, you have weight issues, and you're thinking, oh, but I need to lose 20 pounds. Um, what do I need to do? Okay, maybe I need to walk along the distance. Do I need to do brisk walking? Do I need to use treadmill? Do I need to do aerobics? Do I need to go to the gym? You need to start doing that. I mean, you need to do that for like 30 days. Accomplish, start doing that. And then it becomes a habit. It becomes something that you no longer have to think about. It no longer has to feel stressful. It no longer has to feel like you're punishing yourself to actually accomplish. Um, so, yeah, well, uh, let's see, we just have um, just a few moments before the show wraps. Um, you know, it's been an amazing time hanging out with you on Talk Wednesday, guys, yes. I hope, you know, there's something, you know, today's show has, you know, you know, gives you um, the tips and the tools that you need to start dealing with your um, challenges. We all are going through something. All of us are going through something. And the question I always want to ask is, will your pain ease mine? We might be easier. You know, we need to hold our hands together and sort of, uh, you know, overcome it together. You know, sort it out. You know, deal with it. Uh, I'm not one person to run away from my problems. I keep saying that sometimes, you know, people want to do what's easy, not what's right. I'm the one who wants to do what's right, not what's easy. 
So I tackle it head on. Sometimes it's the thing that scares you the most that you need to conquer. So, you know, kind of want to just do, you know, the thing that you're most afraid of, sorry, afraid of. Um, it's been an amazing, amazing Tough Wednesday. Um, don't forget to sign up. Yes, I need you guys to sign up for my upcoming live video conference webinar, uh, The Naked Challenge 101. It's on June, July, sorry, it's Saturday, July 4th, first Saturday of July. Um, it's going to be live. I'm going to be talking about my Naked Challenge. The Naked Challenge, sorry, the, the, you know, the theme for the show is from idealistic to realist. Um, there are lots of people who have thoughts and ideas and visions and dreams stuck in their heads. And that's where it is. You know, how do you go away? How do you go on from bringing this thoughts and actually turn it into realistic goals, goals, actual real goals? Um, and I would share practical tools, things that I did to sort of rebuild my brand from scratch and, you know, just become this person that I am right now as the expression is in terms of career-wise. So this is a career. This is really a career webinar. Um, it's a career lifestyle webinar as well. Um, so um, and I'm going to be sharing my um, my TNT, um, TNT, the Naked Challenge Electronic Workbook. And then, of course, I'm going to be sharing my TBT techniques and what I call TBT, at the, you know, the basic truth, the basic truth, you know. We need to find, we need to tell ourselves the truth, especially, you know, I'm, I used to be a traditional, I, I was, you know, I was a traditional idolist. I only wanted to do things if, if I thought it was perfect, or, you know, um, I had, everything was perfect in my head. The ideas were just right there. But then in reality, that's not like, you know, life throws you curveballs. What do you do with them? Do you just stick with your dreams, sleep with your dreams, go to bed with your dreams and not do anything about it? Or do you actually just take, you know, the bull by the hands and find a way to actually totally turn those things into actual real goals. Um, so don't forget to sign up on my official website. Go to www.alexipoji.me. That's my official website. And click on event. If you go to the events page, and you can sign up. It just takes about two minutes. It's not, and, oh, it's, you know, limited. So you have to sign up right away. Sign up right away so you can get a spot. It's just 250 only 250 available sports, and I think we have 90 left. What are you waiting for? Just go to www.alexbergie.me, click on my events page, and sign up. Register. Just register. It's free. You know, it's a free webinar. Um, and, you know, you're getting first-hand information. By the time it comes out into video, it might be a paid, <laughs> it might be a paid feature. So I think it's you know, important to get this for free. Um, trust me, the tools are going to enable you to um, shake up your own brand and also challenge yourself to accomplish um, your goals. Okay, uh, what else? My upcoming book, uh, my soon-to-be-released soon book, um, book is almost ready. I know it's been a lot of work. Um, it's coming up soon. Of course, you can also pre-order your copy in my official, my online store, my official online store, the Alex Gurdji online store. It's www.alexgurdji.com. If you go to any of the sites, you know, like, so if you go to my blog, if you click on them, you probably get in my store. If you're an official weapon, you click store, you'll probably be there. Uh, so uh, don't forget that. And, of course, we're building the Alex, the ABC community, the ABC community, Alex and Blood community. I really do feel like we need more book clubs <laughs> than we need my clubs. We need to empower ourselves. We need to um, interact, um, express, and contribute. And we need to get together and hold each other. And we need as many thought leaders, people with ideas, people, you know, we should have to build a community of, you know, emerging, empowering thought leaders. So um, join the community. Pretty easy. You don't have to do anything. Just register. It's free. <laughs> Get on my blog. Register. Sign up. And share thoughts. Share just share things that you feel will empower other people. 
and we can train it together. You know, um, yeah, that's for that. Uh, what else? Let me see. Yes, don't forget if you want talk therapy, um, you can go to my booking page, um, ask Alex at ask Alex at setmore.com, and uh, you know book a, you know book a talk therapy book a talk therapy uh, 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 with me. And of course, we can talk about what your personal issues, struggles, whatever. Sometimes you just need a listening ear, somebody who's not going to judge you, somebody who's going to do that, someone who has the right, who can go through this with you. So pick up your, you know, whatever you um, Just, you know, visit my booking page again, go to my official website, and of course, you can find me there. It's been an amazing Talk Wednesday, and I can't wait to be back on. Friday radio special with our guest. We have an exciting guest for the show, and I'm not going to reveal because it's going to be amazing. You know how it is when we have guests on the show; it's more lively. There's more conversation, more revealing stuff. It's very unscripted, very naked. Don't forget to get those. Um, get other, get your friends, your family, everyone else. Listen to the podcast. You can come back here on the radio channel and the Archive Show, or listen on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio, or just get my mobile app. Yes, don't forget to download the Alex Security mobile app at the Google Play Store. Uh, I love you, as always, for tuning in. Uh, make sure you have a good day. Beauty. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll see you again, or I'll talk to you again on Friday. I love you. I love you for listening. Mwah. Listening to the Naked Talk with Alex, of course.